Welcome to this Changeboard Future Talent podcast. I'm Tom Ritchie, an editorial assistant at Changeboard. To kick off the new year, I sat down with Changeboard CEO Jim Carrick Burtwell to look forward to this year's Future Talent Conference. On the 22nd of March 2018, we will welcome 750 HR professionals and senior leaders to the Royal Geographical Society for a day of thought leadership centred around the topic of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. I asked Jim about the day's lineup, the idea behind the conference, and the challenges that leaders face in a rapidly changing world of work. Well, hi, Jim. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thanks. Start of the new year, um, only three months now until... Uh, the Future Talent Conference 2018, which will be on the 22nd of March at the Royal Geographical Society. Um, The theme of this year's conference is the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Could you explain uh, why you chose that as the theme for this year's conference? Yeah, um, well, we've kind of branded the whole thing as Future Talent Conferences. Um, And actually what we've aimed to do is to pick if you like, the big macro subjects that are affecting the world of work. So over the last few years, we've touched on things like um, well-being. We've looked at globalization. We looked last year at trust. And actually um, coming into the sort of preparation for for this year's conference, which I guess we started probably about six months ago, um, you couldn't really avoid um, artificial intelligence, technology, uh, the impact of kind of the digital trans- transformations that are going on around us. So we kind of thought, well, we definitely want to have that at the, the heart of um, the conference. But but I guess Changeboard, we don't really see our role as being the the kind of uh, um, the all-knowing people about AI. So it's it's, okay, what are the skills that we need to adapt to those changes? Um, and then broadening out the looking at the skills, um, to include looking at well-being as a skill set, something that you know you have to be mindful of, you have to th- you have to think about, not just when things go wrong, but actually get yourself in a kind of physical um, uh, state um, that's pretty fit to, to manage whatever comes at you, but also emotional state, psychological state, um, and and we also wanted to look at the subject of inclusion, so. The changes that that are coming down the track, um, we don't know what they are. They're going to be pretty profound. They're going to be rapid. They are already very rapid. But how do we make sure that as an economy, as a country, as organizations, we take as many people forward in a prepared state to thrive in that environment? So you've, you've touched on some of the, the, the themes there that will be discussed at the conference. Um, could you go into a couple more of those in, in a little bit more detail and kind of maybe give a little profile of some of the people who will be uh, exploring those themes throughout the course of the day? Yeah, well, we've got, uh, I guess, looking at the, the, the technology side, um, we've got Matthew Taylor, who's the chief executive of the Royal Society of Arts. Uh, last September, he published... Uh, a report for the government, a big review into modern working practices uh, and looking at some of the principles that um, define good work. Um, and uh, if you look at things like, um, you know, in the news last year, uh, Uber were, were kind of, you know, pretty large on the landscape and the gig economy became 
very much kind of common parlance. Uh, at the heart of that is a completely different business model, which is driven by um, technologies, driven by um, artificial intelligence. Um, so he's going to be looking at some of the themes that are impacting on the world of work. Um, so very much look forward to that. I've also got um, uh, a friend of Changeboards, Lord Chris Holmes. So this will this will be a returning act for for Chris. Always uh, a crowd favourite. Uh, always a, a crowd pleaser, but but uh, but uh, I'm very pleased to say a reinvention of um, topics for Chris to present on because for the last. 12 months he's been on the Lord's Select Committee for Artificial Intelligence, um, which, you know, as he's told me, was a kind of a, a, a fiercely contested Select Committee to get on. And it's got kind of luminaries as diverse as, um, you know, Lord David Putnam and, and, and Joan Bakewell. Um, and they've been looking at the um, economic, cultural, social, ethical impacts of artificial intelligence so i think providing an overall background landscape what's going on and some of the applications um you know what what can we actually see um i think that's going to be really interesting uh we've also got the theme of of well-being and um delighted to have people like alistair campbell speaking um tony blair's former head of communication and, and political strategist He's going to be talking really openly uh, and, and honestly about um, a nervous breakdown that he's had in his career and how he's managed that. And, and he's gone on to become a, a mental health campaigner. So a very human story. Um, you know, in, in a similar vein, we've also got Jeff McDonald, um, who's become very much a, a friend of Changeboard. Um, he used to be the global VP uh, for HR at Unilever. Um uh, he also had a breakdown um, and that uh, has, has kind of become something that uh, has driven him to become a mental health campaigner. And he looks at well-being very holistically. Um, he, he comes up with a great example of when you go into you know, a Nike store, all the, all the images that you, you see around the walls are of people in sort of the peak of physical health. Um, but there aren't similar images of um, optimal, optimal mental health. You only see the negative side. Um, and, and his argument is that this is something we really have to proactively manage. Um, we have to look at our physical health, our emotional health, our mental health. Um, and we have to really actively work at these the whole time. We've, we've got... Uh, uh, a whole bunch of of, uh, uh, of other speakers, if you like. This year, we've we've switched out the, uh, the, the 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 leading lights from from the world of sports for some pretty high profile comedians. But I, I guess I would say serious comedians. So we've got uh, Seleni Henry, kind of top of the bill, um, and uh, diversity and inclusion, as I mentioned, are really important topics for Change Board. Uh, I guess we increasingly see ourselves as a campaigning organization. Um, we have the ability to influence and, and mobilize uh, a lot of people that are um, in pretty uh, powerful positions within organizations. Um, and, and Lenny has uh, obviously is a, is a very well-known comedian, but has become quite a serious actor now. So he's played Othello. Um, he's been in Broadchurch. 
Um, he's doing a PhD and he's a very active um, campaigner on black and minority ethnic issues. Um, broadening the kind of the, the inclusion perspective, we've got um, uh, a woman called Deborah Francis White, who uh, I first came across with her podcast series, The Guilty Feminist, which is absolutely huge. Um, and she's hilarious, but she uh she she has a very serious side as well so she she teaches improvisation to um, all the students at rada but she does a lot of work within banks and and professional service firms working mainly with women at all levels from from the from the board to kind of entry level um helping them understand how to be empowered within the workplace um and and her uh, presentation is is on how we can all include ourselves uh, and again looking at that as a sort of a, a skill set that we can we can nurture i'm also really delighted that we've got a whole range of um chief executives speaking at the uh 2018 future talent conference um carolyn mccall was a complete star at the 2017 event um uh, and she was interviewed by um uh, the neuroscientist Dr. Alan Watkins, um, and having having someone of her stature talk really honestly about the challenges of of moving into a different environment, you know, moving from essentially a media business like the Guardian into the airline business, aviation business with with EasyJet, um, and also having such a kind of powerful um, f- female role model in a senior position. Um, had a you know a, a real am- impact on the conference. Um, so in 2018, really looking forward to um, Mark Wilson, who's the group chief exec of Aviva. Um, his session with Colin Price, uh, you know, a brilliant thought leader from Hydrogen Struggles, um, looking at the kind of digital transformation of of uh, a, a, a business like Aviva's. That will be really interesting. And then we've got a panel discussion with business in the community. So Amanda McKenzie, um, their chief executive, another al- alumni of Aviva. She was chief marketing officer there. Um, and the subject of, of the panel discussion, um, which we hope is going to be kind of f- formatted a bit like question time, um, is going to be digital inclusion. Uh, and other people on the panel, um, Chris Jones, um, who's the group chief executive of City and Guilds, um, you know, they are, um, you know, profoundly involved in uh, the, the skills agenda um, from, you know, they're kind of known as an awarding body, but they are very much also um, involved in uh, defining and shaping apprenticeships um, and the future qualifications for people from non-higher education routes. Um, CIPD, Peter Cheese, their chief exec, again, a returner to the conference. Um, And and I know how passionate he is about um, the inclusion agenda, about employability skills. Um, The CIPD kind of, you know, with with, with Peter were great supporters of uh, uh, initiatives like Plotter. Um, And we've also got um, Elizabeth Fagan, who's the UKMD of Boots. So, yeah, I think I, I think we've heard from a lot of the delegates that they they love hearing from uh from senior business leaders so i think uh, it should be a cracker 
And um, you mentioned that Lord uh, Chris Holmes will be making a return. Um, we've also got a couple of other returning um, speakers from last year. We do indeed. Um, Margaret Heffernan, who proved very popular with last year's delegates. Um, what will she be speaking on this year? Margaret was a, a, a real star turn last year um, and absolutely delighted to, to to have her back this year. She's also written uh, a, a really brilliant forward um, for the event, which you can find on the, uh, the conference website. Um, she's going to be talking about the importance of friendship uh, as a core skill set. Uh, and in conversations with, with Margaret, I know she's, she's writing quite a lot on this subject at the minute. Um, she was saying that um, a lot of business leaders uh, face a whole load of um, potential crises in their careers. And uh, the nature of leadership can be very lonely and when the rubber hits the road having long-lasting enduring friendships where there's that unconditional support people have known you for a very long time um and it's not contingent on your kind of you know what you're doing they might not even really know what you're doing uh can be absolute bedrocks to get you through uh, and, and we've talked about the fact that um, for a lot of business people, they're so consumed with the, the amount of work that they have to manage and they're sometimes running global organizations um, and, and they may well have kind of immediate family and we talk about work-life balance and bringing your whole self to work and all the rest of it. But a common theme is often that long-term friendships, um, they, they just don't get prioritized um, and quite simply, she explores why that's incredibly important that we do maintain those friendships. And I, I'd, I'd like to kind of come back round to the, the conference um, as a whole, as, as kind of like a project in a, in a way. Um, why, did, why did you start the Future Talent Conference uh, five years ago? And what were the original aims of the conference and how have those aims maybe changed uh, since the initial event? Well, the theme of future talent, I guess, was um, uh, I was inspired by the work that I was doing um, uh, a while back. I, I was running a not-for-profit organization called Plotter. Um, I was the chief exec of that for four years. Um, and that was a careers advice platform for 11 to 24-year-olds. Um, and it essentially was looking at the education to employment end of the future talent agenda. Uh, and I've I've always been passionate about education um, and always had a sense of how chronic careers advice is. Um, and, and that's what had led me to get involved in this. Essentially, it was a, a kind of a, a government inspired initiative that was, um, you know, government had wanted uh, an employer led solution. Uh, and I, I somehow got involved in that. Um and I think without that, I wouldn't necessarily um, have, we might well have done a conference, but I'm not sure I'd have framed it as future talent as such. Um, looking at it through a change board lens, the education to employment bit um, is certainly a, a key and really important part of future talent, particularly with the sort of changing landscapes um, that, uh, that the apprenticeship agenda has brought. Um, but Future Talent also looks at the, the macro themes going on in the world of work. 
So things like mental health and well-being, globalization, the impact of technology, AI, diversity and inclusion. Um, and in my experience, if you talk to um, chief execs of actually really large organizations about talent through those perspectives, they're all ears. Those are just about the most important subjects uh, and, and they'll always have opinions on those things. Uh, it just so happens that um, uh, the HR community um, and HR leaders uh, have uh, a really big say in defining and designing um, those solutions. So what we wanted to do was was look at the Future Talent Conference and the agendas that we put together to create some really inspiring and, and if you like, multidimensional perspectives so that HR people could be you know, taking away some really, really helpful insights. It wouldn't necessarily help them solve problems, but it would be things that we, we would hope would provoke them to think in a different way, explore things, have different avenues that they could go down, um, talk to their network uh, about things in a different way. How would you say that the conference has grown, not necessarily in terms of the number of delegates, but building a community around the future talent uh, brand yeah um no good question i think i think we've got better at it and more confident partly as a result of the feedback we've had some really really generous feedback from from a lot of people in our network that have been to the last four conferences uh, and that's given us more confidence to curate the themes a little bit more tightly um, when it started out, we were kind of uh, really trying to cover uh, a whole range, almost everything we could think of to do with the future world of work. Can we get it into sort of six or seven hours? Um, whereas the conference in March this year, um, over the course of putting it together and, and, uh, and, and working with speakers, um, trust evolved in the light of Brexit and the election of Trump as really big themes um and and a lot of the speakers that we were working with said look i've i've uh, trust is something that's um really on my agenda what i don't want to do is talk about why have we lost trust that's kind of boring it's like we're in this position how do we rebuild it um and then looking at it from a number of different perspectives so we looked at it with you know we have people like clive woodward and uh, Catherine Granger and Chris Holmes looking at it, you know, three different perspectives from the world of sport. We had, you know, Alan de Botton, you know, um, brilliant philosopher. Um, we had some senior business leaders like, um, you know, Carolyn McCall. And I think taking a taking a subject and looking at it from different perspectives provides a much richer uh, and wiser set of perspectives and insights for people to kind of chew on. Mm. You've touched on it multiple times throughout the course uh, of this chat um, that, you know, we really think about the future of work here yeah. at ChangeBoard. Um, and obviously the theme of this, year, uh, of this year's conference, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, is all about the changing world of work. So what trends do you think are driving that change and, and what skills do you think will be most important for people in the future? One of the really important things that, that's kind of emerged from a lot of conversations that I've had with people um, and some of our key partners, you know, like City and Guilds, um, CIPD, Business in the Community, um, 
And those are organizations that have committed a lot of time to doing a lot of research. So I think they provide invaluable insights upon which we can build. So we're not just building castles in the air uh, with some of the themes that we pick. Um, and a common theme is the fact that um, we have some moral choices to make about the sort of future that we want. Um, it, it, we don't have to just accept what's coming down the track. Uh, and if we give you some specific examples, we've we've touched on um, uh, automation, uh, AI, uh, and there is a narrative which is really quite you know pessimistic that um, lots of people are going to lose their jobs to robots. Uh, and, and actually, the counter view is that um, there have always been technology transformations. If you look at the the music industry, um, you know, when digital music came along, when streaming came along, people thought, oh, well, how are you ever going to make money if you are not spending money on CDs or, or vinyl? Uh, but but sure enough, streaming has produced a business model. Um, and actually, it's also created the birth of, of, of live events, uh, kind of a renaissance. And, and that's a, a huge industry in its own right. Um, so there will be changes, but but it's 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 looking at the opportunities and i think really importantly understanding the role that people will play at the heart of this uh, it's not about displacing people it's about helping people become more productive they might end up doing different roles i guess another example would be looking at um uh if you look at retail stores there's now a lot of you know uh automated cash tills which can be incredibly frustrating um, and you kind of wonder all what are all those people doing that used to be working on cash tills but then you see the rise of companies like amazon and the the number of deliveries and the number of kind of roles in 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 all sorts of kind of warehouses so it's it's kind of workforces are, are moving into different roles um i think another really important theme which is something that we're championing at, at the champion at the conference this year uh, is one of digital inclusion um, and that's something that's come out of uh, a collaboration with business in the community um, who are a, um, a responsible business network. They're a not-for-profit and they do some brilliant work um, you know, making sure that we fundamentally create a fairer society, a more sustainable society and the role that business plays in that. Um, and digital inclusion essentially is, is looking at how do we make sure that um, we can upskill people as much as possible on a long-term basis? So whatever's coming down the track, um, everyone's in a better position to, to, to thrive. Uh, and I'd just like to finish, Jim, with uh, a question that we, we um, often go out and ask other leaders, CEOs. Um, um, it seems like a pretty good time to do it as well. We're it's the first week back after Christmas, yeah. New Year. Uh, what would be your one bit of advice for someone who's looking to lead their business in 2018? Um, it's a good starting point to, uh, to to sort of take the pressure off yourself that you have to have all the answers to things. I think if you are able to see yourself as kind of broadly speaking a steward of a venture, uh, an idea, a vision, and then, you know, in all humility, try and get as many people alongside you um, to give you some insights, to, to, to give you some 
some of their wisdom and, and help share some of their kind of learnings and mistakes. Uh, th- that, I think, helps you future-proof yourself as much as possible. That's great stuff. Well, um, we're looking forward to the conference uh, in March. Thanks, and we Tom, hope, me too. We hope that we see many of you there as well, I guess, to our listeners. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, um, Thanks for downloading this Future Talent podcast. For more information on this year's Future Talent Conference, visit ftconference.changeboard.com.